חג שמח, אגן, חג שמח. If you ask any rabbi, they will probably tell you that one of the most meaningful, um, one of the most meaningful, one of the most inspirational, rejuvenating moments is a moment as we sit on a Beit Din, on a court of Jewish law, as someone who is choosing Judaism as their life's path, declares their wanting and interest and their heart's desires to become a Jew. Yesterday, I was sitting with one of my students who is on that life's journey, and we were reviewing the declaration of faith said moments before one officially becomes a part of the Jewish people, before we say the words, they say the words, Shema Yisrael, listen up, people of Israel, God is one. Here's just an excerpt. Today, I stand before God full of love and awe. I stand with Father Abraham and Mother Sarah, who left their ancestral home to follow the summons of God to a life of justice and service. I stand with Jacob, who became Israel when he wrestled with God and prevailed. I stand with Moses, our teacher, who forsook a life of privilege to speak God's word to tyrants. I stand with Miriam, the prophet, who led our people in song and dance in celebration of our liberation from bondage and our service to God alone. I stand with the prophets of Israel who, passionate for God's words, dared to imagine a world where God's justice prevails. And I stand with Ruth, who chose the people of Israel, the God of Israel, and who created a new home in Israel for all time. The Declaration continues to describe how we connect with our people, again, dedicating one's life to a people whose mission it is to build God's world with justice and love, to take the Torah into our hearts and minds, to accept the oneness of God and humanity, to build a Jewish home, to be part of a Jewish community, to walk in God's ways. But there's one line that stands out that those born Jewish know intuitively and those who enter the covenant on their own volition must knowingly declare and accept. Today, I join the people of Israel casting my lot with theirs my hope with theirs, my pain and joy with theirs. In other words, the question is asked, do you understand that you are joining a people that has been persecuted for thousands of years, casting your lot with theirs, with ours? I didn't have a choice, but you do. Why? 
as I've heard Rabbi Wolpe often say, most Jewish holidays have a central theme. They tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. Maybe just knowing that we have gone, what we have gone through and that we have ultimately persevered is enough. After all, we are Am HaNetzach, the nation that lives forever. As we said on Pesach just seven weeks ago, Omdim Aleinu Lechalotenu, there are those who have risen up against us, but God has saved us from their hands. Am Yisrael Chai, the people of Israel live. Right, that's right. Our children hear everything. Maybe though, the question isn't why join us? A people who have over and over again overcome adversity. Rather, maybe, maybe the question is a bit deeper. That is, what gives us the strength and the courage and the hope to keep walking this path? I believe the holy days of Shavuot, Zman Matan Toratenu, the time of the giving and receiving of the Torah helps answer this question. Rabbi Guzik, in her weekly column, Abyssal Torah, which you can read through our email or in the Jewish journal, you can pick up a copy side, uh, illustrates and beautifully articulates this image of a Jewish wedding a betrothal of the Jewish people and God with the Torah as the ketubah, our wedding contract. Even in Sfaradi communities, on Shavuot, before the reading of the Torah, a ketubah, a Jewish wedding contract between us and God is actually read. Every Shavuot, Rabbi Guzik continues, we read the Ten Commandments, renewing our vows, recommitting ourselves to the relationship, to a life of mitzvot and of meaning. Sikta de Rav Kahana, one of the earliest midrashim from the 5th and 6th century, tells the following parable. There's a king who marries a woman and writes for her a very substantial ketubah, wedding contract that includes troves of wonderful things such as jewels and other such riches. Later, the king left. And he left his bride, he left the queen for many years. She did not know if he would ever return. Her friends would harass her and they would say, how long are you going to sit here? Remarry while you are still young. The woman would stand up, walk back into her house, take out her ketubah, read it, and be comforted. After many, many days, the king returned and said, you waited for me? She replied, if not for the large ketubah you had written for me, my friends would have convinced me to remarry. Similarly, in this world, other nations harass Israel and say to her, how long are you going to be committed to your God and suffer? Can't you see how much pain you are in? Come be one of us. What do we do? We immediately enter the synagogues and the houses of study. 
We open the Torah and we read, I will look with favor upon you and make you fertile and multiply you and I will maintain my covenant with you. When we reach the end of days, God will say to the people of Israel, I am amazed. How were you able to wait for me all these days? The people of Israel will stand before God and say, if not for the Torah, that you gave us. Other nations would have convinced us to leave you. Sikta de Rav Kahana is teaching us that maybe precisely it is the Torah that has helped us persevere. There is a reason that the Torah we read from today that Rabbi Sherman shared with us about was saved after the horrors of the Holocaust, refurbished, brought to this community to be read over and over again. There is a reason why we continue to read the Torah and to take its lessons and apply it to our lives. There's a reason why week in and week out for generations, Lidor Vador, from generations past, Generations present, generations future will continue to read the Torah over and over again. To take those lessons, to apply them to our lives. Today, four of our six B'nai Mitzvah students, adult B'nai Mitzvah students, came up to the Bima, read from the Torah. Two more will come up tomorrow and celebrate this moment recommitting themselves to growing as Jews. We know the word bar or bat mitzvah means son or daughter of the commandment in Hebrew. But actually, in Aramaic, the same root for the word mitzvah means connection. The Torah is our connection, our connection to our people, our connection to generations past and gen generations present, our connection to the people of Israel, the state of Israel, our connection to God. And ultimately, when we study together, as you all saw, we don't just connect with the words, but we connect, as Rabbi Lilly said so beautifully, with each other. It is not just on Shavuot, or we come back into the study hall or the Beit Knesset, but we can do that every single day. And not just those who are becoming Bnei Mitzvah, either at 12 or 13 or at any time throughout life. This is really a lesson for all of us. Some of us are Jews by accident. Some of us are Jews who chose Judaism as our path later in life. But every single one of us has the opportunity to choose Judaism every day. As we celebrate Shavuot together, we are reminded of our connection to Torah, connection to God, or connection to each other. 
May we continue to choose our Jewish people, to choose Torah, to choose to live a life of Torah and a life of meaning today and every day. Chag Sameach.